Welcome to our latest series in Boss Babe Corner with our newest partnership with Enterprise Renfrew County. Are you a new entrepreneur or business owner in the Ottawa Valley that's been in business for less than five years and looking for some direction and guidance navigating your entrepreneurship journey and maybe could use a little help but don't know what resources that are available? Enterprise Renfrew County's Starter Company Plus program is here to help. Learn how to write a business plan, prepare cash flow projections, take part in training, and have an opportunity to compete for a grant of up to $4,000 to start, grow, or purchase your business. Let's learn more about these startups that went through the program and were successful while also getting to know more about their own businesses. Welcome to Boss Babe Corner meets Enterprise Renfrew County. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Boss Babe Corner Meets Enterprise Renfrew County. Now, you guys know that OB Boss Babes has a long-time standing partnership with Enterprise Renfrew County, and they recently, very recently, wrapped up their latest Starter Company Plus program. And I'm actually speaking with the former recipients of the Starter Company Plus program, one of uh, one of many, and I'm welcome today with Michelle and Logan McLennan from Mackey's Golden Meals. Michelle and Logan, welcome to OB Boss Babes. Thank you thank so you, much. Thank you, thank We're you. excited to be here. Yes, well, I'm excited to have you guys and learn more about your delicious Caribbean-inspired meals. Now, Logan, we're going to start with you because this business venture really stems from you and your love for Caribbean food as you're initially from Jamaica and you That's wanted right. to share your Caribbean-inspired cuisine with others across the Ottawa Valley. But it's one thing to cook for friends and family and another thing to take it a step further and want to launch a business. So share with me your story of how Mackey's Golden Meals came to be. Well, to be honest, um, opening up a, a food business what has been a dream of mine since I was a kid. And um, um, once uh, one of the first jobs that I've had was working in restaurants, cooking and, and stuff like that. And, 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 and that's where I had the opportunity to continue to develop my skills of cooking and started dreaming about one day owning my own restaurant. I want to back up a little bit more here because I discovered your story actually online from your niece who shared on her GoFundMe page that you are the youngest of eight children. So when you were still an infant, your your father actually left to Canada for 12 years to find work while your mom was left to raise you and your seven other siblings. So Logan, what was life like growing up for you? Well, life actually was tough, but I we didn't know that it was tough. You know, there was a lot of love, there was a lot of cooking, and even though though uh, food was sparse at times, we always made it work out. Right? My mother worked quite a bit, so it was mostly my older sisters that handled the majority of the cooking and and stuff like that. With that being said, however, when I was about eight or nine, you know, I started to contribute, you know, cooking and watching my sisters cook and trying to figure things out, you know. And then at eight or nine, uh, I I actually made soup for the for the family and it turned out like really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I was super proud of it, but um but you know, but but I was really happy about what I, what I cooked, but you know, that's that that was the starting pretty much of me wanting to cook and learning how to cook, right? 
I love that. Okay. And now Logan, you can't feel bad about that because most of us for the first time when we make something or cook something or even put it in the microwave, we tend to like not do it right the first time. Correct. So <laughs> we've all been there, but I have to tell you though, Logan, I have such mad respect for your mom to raise you and all of your siblings for such a long time all by yourself. And me coming from a military community in Petawawa, like, I mean, I've heard of so many spouses who were away, gone on deployment, but nothing as long as 12 years. So like mad props to your mom for That's raising right. all of you guys, let alone like making sure that there was food on the table and cooking for all of you. Cause it's not like you guys were ordering hello fresh right to your no. door and she was like <laughs> spreading it out for everybody. That's right. It was cl climbing trees, picking fruits and, and berries and working hard and, you know, helping each other out and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, what were some of your favorite dishes that your mom would make and how did she get everybody all involved? Well, my, one of my favorite dishes was like um, jerk chicken, for example, and um, brown stew chicken and a variety, a variety of soups and stuff like that. Um, brown stew chicken is basically a, a chicken well marinated, cooked down with potatoes and carrots and a nice thick gravy goes over provisions meaning yams or stuff like that and and whatever you want to put it over but it's very delicious and 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 i still eat up to this day now your cooking skills i'm sure have definitely improved and obviously they have logan because you and michelle have created such a successful business now and i'm sure that soup tastes a little bit better than when you first when you first made absolutely it. absolutely yes <laughs> Now, after immigrating <laughs> to Canada, where you and your mom and your siblings all reunited with your dad, I'm sure it was not an easy feat to relocate to a whole new country and navigating an entirely new and different way of life. So what was that transition all like for you? Well, I tell you, transitioning into Canada was exciting. It was scary. It was awkward. And at times very isolating, mm -hmm. uh, not knowing the culture, the community and such. And here we are again, I am again, moving away four hours from the city, doing it all over again. <laughs> but, um, but you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you've done it, you have survived it and there's nothing scary about it anymore. And, you know, so, you know, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I'm happy to start all over again. Mm-hmm. Again, mad respect for you guys being able to do that because I think we as Canadians and and we as um, permanent citizens in Canada, like we don't we don't realize like that big of a change and a culture shock that it has, and let alone like learning a new language, learning how to adapt. And I mean, we we're not outside climbing trees, getting berries. Like we're doing that for fun. Like right, we're going right. to with our kids, you know, picking blueberries. <laughs> we're not doing that, getting actually dinner on the table. And I joke, but I mean, it's actually true. Like that's such a different way of life that Absolutely. we take for granted that you guys are coming now into Canada being like, this is just what we do. This is our way of life. Like, I mean, going to a grocery store with only, you know, a set amount of money and being able to see like what other people and other families have, like that's so different. Mm -hmm. True. So yeah. true. Absolutely. Yeah. You really appreciate the little things that you have, like it, and it makes me and my listeners really appreciate that too. Just kind of bringing it back to, to basics being like, wow, we, we really are lucky. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> Now, Michelle, it's time to bring you in. And I want to know, what did you fall in love with first? Did you fall in love with Logan or his cooking? 
I love that question. Um, I definitely fell, ugh, fell in love with Logan first, but he, uh, I think he definitely knew what he was doing by making me an amazing curry chicken roti on our third date. Um, so <laughs> I feel like, you know, it's a little bit of both, but, uh, but Logan, uh, in general, definitely was first. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did the two of you all wind up in the Ottawa Valley? Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So honestly, we ended up in the Ottawa Valley by pure chance. Um, at the time of COVID, uh, when it started, we were living in Oshawa. And uh, by August, we had sold our home there and moved to, uh, you know, wanting to move to a more rural location. And actually, we had no idea that it was going to be Golden Lake at all. But we are very, very blessed that it was. Um, couldn't have landed in a better spot, we feel. And, uh, and, and that's basically how we ended up here. Well, great place. If I can only be biased about the Ottawa Valley because it's <laughs> my hometown. It's where I grew up. And yes. I have nothing but love for it. So anytime that we have newcomers coming here and and feel that same love as much as I do, I'm like, yes, we've got more people who are here to stay and hopefully be permanent residents uh, for the future. So we're so happy to have you guys. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, whether your spouse is starting a business independently or you're going into a joint venture, the process can be a super sensitive and overwhelming experience. And in order to be successful, you really have to have the support from your partner, both starting and during it through the good times and the bad. Now, what are the ways that you guys have both supported each other during your time in business so far? Like right from the get-go, from launching it, Logan, you coming to Michelle saying, I've got this idea. I've had it burning in the back of my mind for a while now. <laughs> and, right. and Michelle, like even for you, just being like, how can I help? How can I get on board? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I think um you know well as Logan had already said kind of at the beginning, it wasn't really my dream per se. Not that you know I had anything against his dream, um, but supporting him, I've always you know supported him to follow his dreams, and I think you know um, having just a certain kind of workplace skills in my background, being marketing and coordinating, I felt like this was something that we could definitely do together. Um, and, uh, and then I would be a real contributor to get the ball rolling kind of thing. Um, so even though, uh, Logan handles the majority of the prepping and the cooking and all of the kind of the food aspects of the business, which can definitely be stressful. Um, he also, he's also really aware of how stressful it can be on my end, uh, to, you know, manage finances, market the business, uh, coordinate a year's worth of special events, you know, things like that. So we kind of uh, keep an open communication, check in with each other, uh, do small meetings, believe it or not, you know, just fit them in between family life as well. Uh, just carve out times where we can check in on each other's mental states and stress levels and, and make sure we're both on the same kind of page with everything moving forward. Yeah. That's so important. And it like, and a really important aspect to be able to check in with each other um, yeah. in terms of good times and hard times and even bad times, because yeah. I mean, it's, it's so exciting when you're first going into business, but there are so many uncharted territories though, too, that you're just navigating it in uncharted waters being like, what the hell are we doing? Do we even like, are we, <laughs> do we even know what we're doing going into this? Because so Absolutely. many of us, we don't have that education. We don't have that background right. and we really rely on the support of one another. And I think that's kind of a bonus going into business with a partner 
which also has its downfalls too, because of course, you know, like I know even for myself, like being a solopreneur, but like bouncing off ideas off my husband, he yes. doesn't always agree with everything that OB Boss Babes does. And I'm like, well, good thing that you're not involved in it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to always make the decisions. Yes. <laughs> but it is nice though, to be able to have somebody be that soundboard. And, yes. uh, and also with your, with your role too, Michelle, which is so crucial, like marketing and advertising, like really to get this business venture off the ground. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. It it is very important. And and you're right though. Uh, with also um, you know, it being in my in our case, there's two of us, but we're we are a husband wife team, and so you know, mixing and family and and all of that can also add that other layer of complication. But um, you know, it's uh, it's definitely like we always say to each other, it's the life we chose, and this is this is how we're going to support each other. So mm-hmm. let's do it. Well, you guys actually achieved a really exciting goal this summer, and that was purchasing a food trailer. And you guys actually even secured a permanent spot at the Petawawa Container Market. And as it turns out, serving your homemade Caribbean food to local residents was a huge success. Everybody loved it. So tell me what it was like going through the process, though, with marketing your business from purchasing the trailer and really getting things off the ground. Like, I mean, I was I was looking into this a little bit more and realizing how much back work it takes to to get a trailer and the financing and regulations and even and even adding the catering element to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It has been wild. Um, to, to put lightly, <laughs> a true roller coaster for sure. Uh, but uh, but a fun one, you know, like roller coasters are. Uh, it, there's ups and downs, but honestly, I'd say the biggest challenge for us, you know, uh, thus far has been probably getting through some of the red tape regarding uh, certain regulations required to operate the mobile food trailer. Um, that that's been a, a major challenge this past season for us with uh, with. TSSA specifically, um, and just getting through some of some of that stuff. So unfortunately, you know, we weren't able to offer our full menu to customers this past season, um, which was a little frustrating for us, just because we really do want to, uh, you know, give our best offer everything we've got. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes these delays are purposeful, and uh, and and it's just we can't come out with you know, our, our guns blasting full force, uh, you know, and and then, uh, not have anything left to offer. So I feel like just the way that things are being offered out by us over the two years that we've been basically operating has been really good because it kind of also offers, you know, things for, for our customers to look forward to something different, something new that we still haven't been able to offer. So, so uh, we're still moving through some of these challenges, but we are really looking forward to starting off the 2024 season on the right foot and, uh, and be able to offer out some of those things we missed offering to our customers last year or last season. Now, this past summer, Michelle, you actually decided to apply to ERC Starter Company Plus program, and you went through the process of learning the ins and outs of running and building a successful business, which, by the way, ended up working out well, Logan, for you, because you didn't have to do all the legwork. You just got to hear back from Michelle and be like, okay, what are we doing? Where are we going? That's correct. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> So, Michelle, why did you guys decide that now was the right time to go through Enterprise Renfrew County Starter Company Plus program? 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I felt like now was the right time to be a part of the Starter Company Plus program because not only is our business still very much new, but so are we, you know, especially when it comes to owning and operating a small business, but also to the general area. To have access to local professional guidance support has been a major benefit, you know, with, with being part of that program. And I'd have to say that going through the process of creating an actual business plan and cash flow sheet has really even like helped define our business and what exactly we do want to do with it in the future, you know? So now is now felt right. And I like to just go with that feeling, the gut feeling, as some would say, you know, and, uh, and just, again, just kind of go with it and, and get out of it the, what the most we can, you know? Mm-hmm. So how, how would you say this program for startup entrepreneurs helped you and Logan define or even redefine your business model and strategy? You know, it, it made us really lay out our plan for the next two years, really, and had, you know, really makes you think about what do you want to do? Where, how are we going to grow? Um, and, and, and all of those kind of intricacies on exactly growing, how to grow your business. Um, so again, just having that, um, kind of set on paper where the two of us can really actually go over it now and, and define exactly what we want to do. And, and we have some really great ideas and some that maybe won't work, but right now, but some that probably will do a lot better currently just being in the startup phases of our of our business to kind of build off on that a little bit more Michelle like I I know exactly what you're talking about and Heather was so crucial and instrumental to the growth and direction of OV boss babes and I'm speaking on a personal level over here just kind of talking about my business because I kind of was at a standstill because I felt like this is back when OV boss babes was known as OV boss babes podcast. And so like, that was the direction it was going. And it was really, it was really honing in on my business model and what that looked like and what the expansion and growth could look like, like you said, in one to two years time. And it's one thing to kind of limit yourself and pigeonhole yourself into a business, but then to see different opportunities of how you can grow your brand so that you're, you're not just looking at your business model as a business, but as a Mm -hmm. brand, a recognizable brand that people trust they know, they understand, and they want to follow along for that journey wherever you go. And building that trust and that excitement with your audience, that's the best part because then the pop the possibilities are are limitless. Yes, I I wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, did you guys find that the program provided any mentorship or guidance from experienced entrepreneurs or industry experts or even like I gave a little nod over to Heather? Like did you find that she was pretty instrumental too? Uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, Heather's amazing. Like you said, uh, she's she's there for every step of the way and and some, uh, you know, always making herself available to help in any capacity that she possibly can. Um, the program was also very helpful with providing, you know, access to industry experts, like you mentioned, such as accountants, uh, insurance advisors, you know, the people that you don't often think about that are going to contribute to your business, um, you know, were very relevant in this program and, and very helpful. I mean, every small business does need to know and, and, and uh, leverage on those uh, type of professionals. The program, um, 
actually, <laughs> it's funny because prior to the program, we didn't have business insurance and uh, and didn't know what that even really looked like per se. But now through the business or sorry, through the program, um, that's something that we immediately, you know, uh, added to our business was, you know, protecting ourselves, which was key. But also, um we were able to actually even get a catering event <laughs> for another uh, ERC seminar back in October. So we've been able to, and we've been making more and more connections as, you know, the months have been going by. Um, we even know a bunch of new business owners that went through the program, just even more so like the, the latest kind of uh, group. And even now we're still, you know, going back and forth on notes and seeing how we can make our own separate businesses better by, um, you know, communicating with just each other, even though our businesses are very different. Um, there's aspects of, of, of small businesses that are always the same. Now, collectively between the both of you, it would be kind of nice to hear both of your answers on this, but how would you guys say that Mackey's Golden Meals are making a huge impact with a small footprint throughout the Ottawa Valley and as well championing for diversity. To be honest, since we started Mackey's, our, our number one goal, I think, was, you know, from the very beginning, yeah. um, was to provide authentic Caribbean cuisine to all of the Ottawa Valley in, right. in whatever capacity that meant. And so at this time, with our current business model, we feel that being more mobile rather than having a fixed storefront or a restaurant provides uh, a better opportunity kind of not only for us in terms of marketing, uh, but also for people to easily access our food. Um, we also, you know, sell a variety of frozen food products through uh, two different online platforms, the Ottawa Valley Food Co-op and MrsGrocery.com. Um, so we're able to kind of keep a small footprint, but while providing great tasting Caribbean food, to an area that typically doesn't have much access to very many varieties of international cuisine types. Um, and I think that was, that, that was a big deal is how can we always um, make sure that we're at the very North end of the Ottawa Valley, as well as all the way down to the, the as far South. That's you right. Know? Um, you know, yeah. So moving around has been a big deal and that's kind of constantly always a question of what are we doing this season and how far are we going? Where are we spreading the word that we're here? We're mm -hmm. here <laughs> kind of thing. Well, it's so nice to see that something completely different is being offered to, to folks in the Ottawa Valley. And it's so funny because we see quite often on all these Facebook fruit on all these Facebook groups, oh, another chain restaurant or yes, another of the same thing is is coming or is building, which I mean, I always look at those and I think, but that's an entrepreneur who's living and pursuing their dreams, like to bring something different to the Ottawa Valley, whether it be the same or not. And so right. the fact that you guys decided to do this and and uh, not only open up a, a Caribbean-inspired cuisine business, but then also introduce this to the Ottawa Valley and say, like, hey, like, let's give your taste buds a go. Let's give you guys something yeah. something different to try out. And that's actually authentic and made from someone from Jamaica, I think is pretty cool. Yes, it's been uh, the biggest, biggest feed feedback from our customers is that the fact that we can travel and come around and, and, be, and be here and we're yeah. very excited about it. Absolutely. 
All right, guys. So as we're closing in on our conversation, I always love passing the torch and even learning about new businesses myself. So if there is another local startup business that has inspired you guys in your entrepreneurial journey that you think everybody should know about, tell us who it is. Whew. Wow. <laughs> That's a tough one because since we started this, we've met so many amazing people and, uh, and you know, startup business owners. Um, and we are honestly truly inspired by all of them because they do all offer something kind of new for us to, uh, you know, uh, explore. But, but if I had to name just one, um, I think we would, uh, we would say uh, Indian, Indian Curry Pot. pot. I, I, they're based in Calabogie, and I think we we kind of just met them at the right time when we were starting and they were starting, and um, you know they they kind of remind us of us. So we've gravitated to them, and and we we even check in with each other every now and then through throughout the the summer. And um, yeah, I we're we're inspired by them um, as well as they're they're inspired by us. Yes, exactly. I love that. I mean, I love me a good butter chicken any day. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> as well as some good jerk chicken. And I have sampled uh, your jerk chicken guys back in Calabogie, actually, too, when you guys were there at On the Rocks earlier in March of this year, which That's I right. highly recommend. So, so good. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Michelle and Logan, thank you guys so much for taking the time to speak with me uh, and be a part of OB Boss Babes. I truly appreciate it. And uh, can you guys let everybody know where they can follow you on the socials, your website, and anything else that you want to promote and plug? Yes. Um, uh, we Right now, we mostly operate on Facebook. So our handle on Facebook is Mackie's Golden Meals. Um, and uh, like I mentioned uh, earlier, um, we do have frozen food products year round that we offer through uh, the two online platforms being the Ottawa Valley Food Co-op and MrsGrocery.com, the Ottawa Valley branch. Um, and we are always popping up all over Ottawa Valley at markets all year round. So if you follow us, you'll know where we are and you'll be able to finally get some of our good food. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you both so, so much. I truly appreciate your time. Thank you thank so you. much, Holly. We really appreciate this. You take care. Are you an entrepreneur who wants to start a business, but you're not sure where to start? Do you need business training and skill development to learn how to write a business plan? And do you want to compete for a business grant of up to $4,000 to help you start or grow your business? Starter Company Plus is a program that's offered through Enterprise Renfrew County and is a great opportunity. Attend one of their information sessions that are coming up later this year and learn more about the program at www.enterpriserenfordcounty.com forward slash programs forward slash Starter Company Plus. Thank you so much again for being a part of OB Boss Babes. We publish new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. So we'll be back again on Monday with our latest Ottawa Valley Boss Babes. So stay tuned and follow along on OB Boss Babes so that you never miss another episode.